Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Lynn Hodgkin, and this is the podcast to practice your leadership. I wanted to take a moment to just have a moment of remembering, remembering our practice, remembering our practice at this time when we acknowledge that there is crazy shit going on. We're all going through it. We're trying to navigate a bunch of the world in a bunch of different ways, and it pulls us in so many directions. And so I thought it would be helpful today, because quite frankly, sometimes I just need to get into this space of remembering, what do I do again? Like, how do I stay resilient? <laughs> what, what do I? How do I surf these crazy waves and not lose my mind or my groundedness. What is a remembering of the practices that serve me as I stand in a place of acknowledging all of what's going on? So let's start with the acknowledgement (laughs) that there are a lot of crazy shifts that are happening that we're going through. Part of what I'm thinking about is Many of us are reintegrating into society in different ways from a two-year pandemic that, let's be clear, COVID doesn't say it's over, but a lot of our governments and a lot of us are saying, no, 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 we're done with this, right? And if you're in a vulnerable population, that's probably quite concerning to you. If you're a mom who doesn't want to get sick because your kids might bring it home, this may be concerning to you. Like it's, you know, it may be concerning to you for a lot of different reasons, wherever you're standing. And the waves aren't necessarily over, right? And that's really, I don't know about you, but man, God, that's so frustrating for me. I remember... um, listening to a presentation by a gentleman named Hal Gregerson. And he talked about transition curves and it helped me out. So let me just share this for a second. That when you're stressed out and the overwhelm is just totally real, that there's a helpfulness for me anyways, that we can look at the curves of what's going on in our lives. So there's a a curve around your performance and learning to get stuff done at work, in the house, in your communities, whatever it might be, right? The point is there's a whole bunch of learning and growth and letting go curves just in trying to perform at my job, learn about stuff, um, run my family, you know, and so on. Okay, there are whole curves that are just in our lives around that. All right. But then let's also layer on a curve of the various layers of culture shock as we live in a new COVID reality, right? Where we came into this honeymoon period, if anybody can even remember that, of, oh, okay, this might be a little bit bad, but we'll get through it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Talk about some of the cultural shifts we've had to have over the last two years that are also influenced by your own context, of course, and reverse culture shocks of coming back out into the world and then coming back into we got to zip up and so on, right? There's just a moment here to acknowledge that we are all going through so many different curves. I've just shared a few of them, right? But we all have in our own context, so many different curves that we're navigating and at different spots at different times. And that's exhausting. 
you're pulled in so many ways. The desire to please is really great for many of us. And I I have experienced with some of the people that I work with that the last two years has actually been a place of really unclear boundaries, working from home and actually saying yes to a lot more, even though you're sitting at your desk. And so there's no longer the bookends of go to work, leave work. It's like, oh, work just lasts 15 hours and it's spliced and diced with a whole bunch of other things that I've got to manage. All that to say is that there is conflict within us. There is loss. There is a whole bunch of heaviness There's a bunch of noise that can distract us that comes in in different ways. It feels heavy, much less through social media waves. So let's acknowledge that we all have this place and part of the practice is feeling the resilience and the healthy boundaries that we need to step into the new place, manage the old space. So going back to the old space, so coming into this curve now, that one of the few things you can do is build your own resilience so that you can make conscious choices of where and how you show up, especially when it's heavy, especially when the mental toll is just a huge burden, especially when you feel a lack of access to power in many ways. So what are some of those practices? The world and its complexities, they're here to stay for a while. They've been here for a while. So let's have a remembering of some of the practices that bring us back into resilience so that it doesn't necessarily solve all of what's going on, but what it does is it helps us cultivate the ability to show up. So some things that are on my mind around a remembering of these practices. Number one, you're not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. There are so many people going through so many things. And sometimes we forget that because we still look at Facebook lives. We still, we, we still imagine that, oh, well, they just shared that. So they must be doing well. They don't have this issue, this issue, or this issue. I guess it's just me. So let's have a remembering that everybody is trying to make decisions and it's wobbly and, oh my goodness, what do I do here? And everyone is having a moment at different times in different ways. So you're not alone. Now that we've got that straightened out, some resilience practices. Number one, boundaries. So hard, so necessary. I've talked before of Nedra glover Tuab's book and workbook, really practical workbook, uh, Set Boundaries, Find Peace. And being able to try and practice your boundaries on your own in a workbook allows you to then go out in the world and actually practice those boundaries, right? Do your boundary work. Second, presencing moments. A body scan can take three minutes and completely readjust your context, not solve it, but make that worry, that angst, not so consuming, overwhelming, and it allows you to recenter. So what are some of your presencing practices? Is it breath breaks, body scans, taking an emotional lap around your desk? Like what is it that helps you get into a place of recenter and presence? Remember that, just choose one, bring it into your life daily. Another one is around how we communicate. Communication is so key at this time. 
It's three words. It sounds so easy, but it's so hard to do. I got them from Brene Brown's work, inspired by her work. To be clear is to be kind. Clear is kind. What does that mean for communication? It means asking for what you need, using your I statements, right? It means being able to say what's okay and not okay, because that clarity will bring kindness. Maybe a bit uncomfortable in the moment, but it brings a sense of kindness. That clarity is needed in our communication today, not bluntness, right? With forms of respect, with forms of empathy, with fierceness of boundaries, clarity. And then another part for me that's really helpful is to the best that I can is making a plan, making lists. What do I mean by that? So for my summer, for example, for me, I'm doing one big event a month. I'm planning them in. I know when they're going to happen. And I'm not committing to more unless I feel like it in the moment. That's part of my plan, right? So that as I reintegrate this summer with my family, what is it I've already thought through? What can I handle? How far? What context? Okay, so now what's the plan? That's helpful for me. What's also helpful for me is to make very active no lists very active. So as I plan my day or my week, write down what do I want to accomplish this week in the form of just like, like a checklist or a to do list or something. But beside it, it's I'm not going to work on this this week. Or even in the moment, I'm exhausted at two o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. I'm anticipating spending three hours on this piece of work that I'm really excited about. And I took a one look at it. And I said, Oh, you're going to the no list today. And oh, I put an hour of doing the same work tomorrow. I'm deleting it off my calendar. Active no lists, either in anticipation or even just in the moment. And lastly, another remembering of a a useful practice as I'm trying to just sense out myself is just reducing the noise. So what does that mean? For me, it means, you know, unplugging from social media more times than not. For me, it means walks with my family, with the dog, you know, just outside and just moving through the world. For me, it means accessing modalities like acupuncture, right? It just things like this just help me come into myself, reduce the noise, try to uncrinkle the tension in my forehead (laughs) and come to a place where we loop back here of recentering and being present within myself. None of these practices are to solve the issue in front of you. I recognize that. And that's probably the, you know, what you want to do. But I'm I'm telling you, you've probably got 10 burning issues you'd love to solve right now that are sitting right in front of you. And so the practice here is build your own resilience so that you have the clarity and the frame of mind to be able to tackle those burning issues. Because my belief and my stance is that you have the creativity and intelligence within you to figure it out, to navigate it. You've got that. You have it. I'm telling you, you've got it. I feel it. So as we remember our practices that work for us in building our resilient leadership, let's just tie this to, again, acknowledging all the transitions that we're moving through. Hal Gregerson, which I, who I talked about earlier around all the curves, 
He landed all of these different things that we move through, the different curves and complexities and decisions around our performance, our learning, the adjustments that we make, the cultural adjustments that we have to COVID, the places of uh, maybe where some of us are navigating microaggressions, places of oppression, that it all takes, all these curves are taking such an emotional energy for us as we navigate so many different transitions What are the practices we need to be able to come through these transitions in our leadership? For me, the number one thing is to build our own resilience so that we can face the performance curves, the different adjusting here, there, and everywhere, the emotional energy through it all. So acknowledge all the transitions that you're navigating in your life. Build the resilience that you need from your toolbox to be able to continue to show up for yourself and for others, because we need you all. Stay in the practice. Thanks all. I'm Sarah Lynn. You can find me at hulanleadership.org. I walk alongside you as you practice your leadership.